Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Wiser Financial Advisor Show with Josh Nelson, where we get real, we get honest, and we get clear about the financial world and your money. This is Josh Nelson, founder and CEO of Keystone Financial Services. Let the financial fun begin. Well, Merry Christmas to you and your families. This is oftentimes a fun time of year, right? There's lots of music and cookies and parties and movies and all kinds of stuff that are related just to this time of year, right? Uh, we tend to not have a Christmas tree up in our living room in the summer, right? A lot of the different things that we end up doing that are fun traditions. And really, there's three things that come to mind when I think about this time of year. One of those is memories. And of course, a lot of us think back to our childhood or maybe when our kids were little or maybe grandkids were little. So lots of fun traditions that could be around kids or other things that we did. Uh, my wife and I were talking about this earlier today, and we were comparing notes on what our Christmas trees looked like or what we remember them looking like, at least when we were kids. We were talking about the different ornaments and garland and maybe what was on top of the tree. And a funny story actually popped into my mind that I hadn't thought of for years. And we were at my grandma's house. My grandma, she liked to have tinsel on her tree. And we weren't used to that. And we brought our cat with us to grandma's house. And our cat decided that that would be a good idea to eat the tinsel. So uh, we didn't notice, of course, until it came out on the other side, maybe a couple of days later. But it was hard not to notice because our cat was running around. Her name was Mitten. She was running around all over grandma's house. And we were all laughing hysterically. It was probably the, the funniest thing that I've ever seen on Christmas. And the cat was running all over the place. And of course, we were dying laughing at the same time, chasing the cat. Everybody was chasing the cat around the house, trying to catch it. And I would guess an adult at some point was able to corral the cat and uh, able to get the tinsel extricated but that was hilarious. It's funny. I hadn't thought of that for years and years and years. Even some of the ornaments and things I hadn't thought of probably since I was a kid. So there are a lot of fun memories. Of course, some of the memories are a little bit sad, right? As we start to think about people that aren't here anymore, like my grandma, she's not here anymore. And so some memories that that can trigger uh, sometimes aren't happy. Maybe they're, or maybe they're happy, but they're a little bit sad as well. And we can get a little bit emotional. It's one thing to just recognize that that's a human thing. I think it's important that we have memories and we're intentional about creating memories because in the end, when people are much older, right, we're at the end of our lives, when we're reflecting back on things, we're probably going to be thinking back to memories, things that we got to do stuff, maybe people that we got to interact with or people that we got to serve along the way. So memories are one thing that pops into my mind. And uh, of course, a lot of those things are really funny, right? That we can think back to stuff that happened. Uh, second thing is really it's an opportunity for us to count our blessings. My friend Pitbull says that any day that we're above ground is a good day. And life can be hard. It's not to kind of gloss over the fact that there's a lot of injustice in the world and pain and suffering. There's all kinds of things that happen that are things that are tough, right? And if we focus on that, this, the world seems to be a pretty dark place, but we could also focus on what's right. There's plenty of blessings out there. As long as we have breath in our lungs, right, there's an opportunity then to appreciate, to be able to give back in some way, even if we're maybe in circumstances that aren't our favorite. So keep that in mind. It's an opportunity for us to pause a little bit and count our blessings because there certainly are many. We just have to stop and look for them. They are there. 
And the third thing is hope for the future. And you may believe differently than I do, but my family and I, we celebrate the original meaning of Christmas, which is celebrating the birth of God's son, Jesus. One of the original names of Jesus from the prophets was Emmanuel, which means God with us. And that's actually why God sent his son. That's what we believe is that he sent his son to die for us, to give us hope, because we needed a savior. We needed a savior, and we didn't even realize it probably, but that's what God did for us, uh, gave us a gift on Christmas, and that Jesus was born. Well, he came to be with us and to save us. So it's a tradition in our home to read the Christmas story from the Bible and the night before Christmas. And in the spirit of that tradition, I'll be reading from both uh, this year for you, our listeners. But selfishly, I'm also doing this for my family, especially my kids, because we don't always get to be together every year on Christmas Eve. And hopefully hearing this will put a smile on somebody's face, maybe even if it's many years from right now. So this is a gift to, to my family. and It's also a gift to you. From the book of Luke, chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in the manger, because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. They were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. You may not be aware of this, but almost 200 years ago, in fact, 199 years ago on December 23rd, this poem was published called The Night Before Christmas. Originally, it was called A Visit from St. Nicholas, and along the way, originally it was written by Clement Clark Moore. It was a poem that was published, but along the way, uh, it got changed a little bit, right? And now we call it The Night Before Christmas. "'Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mama in her kerchief, and I in my cap, had just settled down for a long winter's nap. When out on the roof there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutter, and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave the luster of midday to objects below, when what to my wondering eye should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. With a little old driver, so lively and quick, 
I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his coursers they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen. On Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So up to the housetop the coursers they flew, with a sleigh full of toys, and St. Nicholas too. And then, in a twinkling, I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur, from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard on his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke had encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk. And laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod up the chimney he rose, he sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim, ere he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Merry Christmas, everybody. God bless. We love feedback, and we'd love it if you would pass it on to me directly at josh at keystonefinancial.com. Also, please stay plugged in with us, get updates on episodes, and help us promote the podcast by rating us, and also subscribing to us at your favorite podcast service. This episode has been prepared for informational purposes only and is not intended to provide and should not be relied upon for tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own tax, legal, and accounting advisors. Investment advisory services offered through Keystone Financial Services and SEC Registered Investment Advisor.